Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Sometimes our heart can be aching. If only I had enough to give more money to the poor and the needy. And so the next thing we do is we go and buy something useless on the credit card. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take a look at your finances from a different perspective. In recent years, there's a new word that's appeared in the vocabulary of sociologists. That word is affluenza. It's about the high social, personal and environmental cost of overconsumption. The bloated, sluggish, unfulfilled feeling that people get from overconsumption. Work more, shop more, live less. The research tells us that actually, in the West, it's becoming a serious social disease. And yet 24-7, it seems people are heading down to the local shopping centres, running their plastic through the machines, spending it on stuff that in a year's time will probably be lying disused at the bottom of the wardrobe. And then we get the credit card bill. It turns out that a lot of people live in a constant state of debt. And for what? Spring cleaning our lives. I know, it's not spring, but, you know, as we look forward to the year, it's kind of nice to review our lives, to look at different parts of our lives and think, where's some of the rubbish in my life that I can leave behind? Yesterday, we talked about spring cleaning our homes. You know, some people want to live a good life and feel good about themselves, and yet their house is a pigsty, and they wonder why when they walk into their home, they feel depressed. Sometimes we have to deal with those mundane issues to give God some space to bring miracles into our lives. Today I'd like to talk about our finances. What does it mean to spring clean our finances? Jesus actually talked quite a bit about money. He said, where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Sometimes people read that and they kind of miss the sequence that he's using. Sometimes they read it the other way around. They say, where, where your heart is, that's where you'll spend your treasure. But actually he puts the money first. He says, where you spend your money, where you invest the cash, that's where you will invest your emotional energy. If we invest in conspicuous consumption, whatever that means in each of our lives and our social context, if we buy, 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 if all we want to do is get the new car, get this, get that, then that's where we end up investing emotionally as well. Maybe that explains why people end up feeling so empty when all they do is try and spend money. That used to be me. It used to be so important to me that I had the latest upmarket car. It used to be so important to me that I had the latest this and the latest that and the best this and the most expensive gadget there. You ended up being bloated, but you were never satisfied. Yesterday, on a different perspective, we looked at the story that we find in the book of Acts in the New Testament of the Apostle Peter being in jail. He's locked up, he's being guarded by Roman soldiers, and in the middle of the night, an angel of the Lord comes to him, taps him on the shoulder, and says, Come on, Peter, let's go. Put on your coat, put on your shoes, put on your belt, follow me. Miraculously, the chains fall off his hands. He walks past the guards and they're asleep. They get to the outer gate and the gate swings open of its own accord. There are two dimensions to this story. There's the mundane. There's the angel saying to Peter, Get up, put your coat on, put your belt on, put your sandals on. 
follow me, do the mundane things that you can do for yourself. And the other dimension is the miracle, the fact that God showed up at all, the fact that the chains fell off and the gate flew open. Sometimes we hunger after miracles in our lives and we ignore the basics, the mundane. If only we would spend some time getting the basics right. Maybe that would give God some space to bless us with his miracles. We spend, 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 spend. We just spend money. We, we end up with sky-high debt on our credit cards. We can't pray for a miracle to get us out of that. We can't pray for a miracle to say, God, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I pray that there would be a zero balance on my credit card. We live in the days of credit cards. Back in the good old days, when I was a little boy, we lived in a cash society. My father used to bring cash home. He was paid in cash. He used to give mum the housekeeping. When the housekeeping ran out, well, that was it. And so there was a control on the way in which we spent our money. Of course, today, you can just keep running it up and running it up on the credit card. And when that one's full, you can just go to the next credit card provider and get another one and run it up and run it up. And so many people live under this power of debt. This is what Jackie, my wife, and I have done in our lives, in our little part of the globe, to deal with the whole money issue, to spring clean our finances. Now, Jesus is heavily into the realities of life. Remember when he teaches the disciples to pray, what we commonly refer to as the Lord's Prayer. One of the lines in that is, give us our daily bread. God knows we need food to eat, we need a roof over our heads, we need to pay for this and that and the other. So one of the things Jackie and I have done is we have a separate little bank account, which is our housekeeping account, and that's where the money each week, the same amount, goes into that account, and that's what we use for our groceries and the little things that we spend. And when that's finished, when that's run out, you know something? It's run out, and that means that we can't get takeaways until next week when the money comes back in again. Maybe it sounds old-fashioned, maybe it sounds a bit silly, but it makes a lot of sense. It's so basic. It's so simple. The other thing that we do is we have automatic debits every month out of our bank account. The first thing that comes out is our tithe, giving to God's work. I'm going to talk about that in a little minute. The mortgage payment comes straight out. Don't have to worry about it. It never gets behind. The monthly insurance for the house comes straight out. So we've streamlined those payments that need to come out every month. We know when major bills are coming. We plan for the car registration insurance. We know what the income is. We know what the outgoings are. We know what the surplus is. We know how much we want to save and therefore what our discretionary spending is. This is not rocket science, right? But none of this is really high tech. If we would just do some of these basics and not spend more that we earn, then little step by little step, we would dig ourselves out of this hole that we call debt. The miracle is truly believing that God wants to bless us in all areas of our lives, including finances. Now, let me talk about this question of giving to God's work, right? giving to the poor, giving to the work of ministries. A tenth seems an awful lot, but you know, it's a number that comes up time and time again, and lots of people who believe in Jesus actually tithe. It's a step of faith. You know, when you're down in that hole of debt, and we go to God and say, Lord, I actually want to give to you. I want to give a tenth to you. That is a huge step of faith. It's a huge stretch. But I believe in giving in a way that is a stretch. And as we do that, as we believe that God blesses us in our giving, it's just amazing 
to see how he comes along. doesn't mean he makes us all trillionaires. You know, that's not what this is about. God's not a slot machine where you, you put a coin in one thing and pull a handle and the money pours. That's not what we're talking about. I was listening to a story the other day of a family who decided they really wanted to stretch and give a certain amount to some of God's work, and that meant they didn't have enough money to go and do the entertainment things, you know, the movies and the skating, all the stuff they used to do. And so they gave the money and they cut back their entertainment. And they were so blessed because they ended up spending so much more time together as a family. As you and I look forward to this year, there are some decisions that we need to make if debt is a problem. The first one is doing the mundane, getting the basics right, doing the cash flow, managing the bills. And the second one is believing for a miracle, having the faith that says, when I put God first, when I give to God's work first, when I give to the poor first, God will come, God will bless, God will love me and help me through this. I really believe that we need to give in a way that costs us something, that makes it a stretch. Manage with the mundane, move with the miracles, believing this year, this year is your year to deal with your finances. What does it look like for you? You start with a spring clean of your finances. In the middle of the ordinary, the mundane, the unfair even, right in the middle of life, so often God's defining moments appear. Seemingly small and insignificant things that change the course of our lives. And it's so easy for us to miss them. That's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Turning Mistakes into Miracles. It's all about helping you to lay hold of the powerful new things that God wants to do in your life this year. Now, you can request your free copy right now, either by stopping by at ChristianityWorks.com or giving us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.